I got to get a dog call him like, you know, Magnus, you know, McGruff. <laughs> Some beastly manly name like, you know, Stud Mc, Studley McStufferson or something. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. There he is, yeah. Ben Calhoun. <laughs> yeah! I got my backwards cap on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> ben, thanks for hanging out with us, man. You're welcome, Ted. Good to see you, man. You're in your car. Where is your car located at right now? So it, this is kind of fun. So I'll, I'll show you. This is uh, my favorite spot. This is the Davis General right here in Leapers Fork, Tennessee. It's an old market, corner market. And I just bought coffee for about 12 officers of the law. And uh, <laughs> this is I'm out in the country right now, and it's pretty awesome. I love it here. I'm here every day. Good deal. No, okay, so what? You're you're a coffee connoisseur, big time. What to well, you? How, what would you I mean, say? I is, like it when it's hot. And I don't know much more about that, but okay. Cheers. Oh, there you go. Okay, what makes a good cup of coffee for you? It just has to be hot. You know, I think it's the company you keep while you're drinking it. Ah, good point. Very good point. Now, from what I understand, with Citizen Way, you and your brother actually started Citizen Way years ago, right? Give us a brief history yep. of it. Started it right after I got married, so we're at uh, year seventeen. Wow. And um, my brother was our original drummer, but um, most people don't know this, but he's a fabulous songwriter and, and singer. And so all of our biggest hits are he and I, uh, How Sweet the Sound. He started that song, um, Bulletproof, When I'm With You. Our new single that's uh, Love Is One is out right now, but our yeah. next single we're thinking is a song going to be called Walls. Oh, and wow. it's a duet between, with him and I. It's, it's really cool. Now, for a little while, though, he kind of did his own thing, and now he's back with you, correct? He ended up taking a hiatus because he had like 4,000 children. <laughs> and and uh, so uh, he took a four-year break, and now um, he's back with us. Uh, he's been back for a little over a year now. Gotcha. Well, Uncle Ben, you have uh, a few kids of yours uh, own as well. What's what's up with the family? What's what's most recent? Well, Liv is almost two, and she her vocabulary grows every day. This morning, what word did I teach her? It was um, well, she got finally got sister out because she has two older sisters, yeah. and now she's starting to get it pretty pretty consistently. It's sister, si sitter, or sister, something like that, but. I just, she's my early morning bud. We like to watch McGee and me before she goes to bed. Yeah, you remember McGee and me? I do remember that. Ava's 13. She's a pet watcher, dog walker. And Savannah is, um, she has her own jobs. They make more money than I do, man. They're walking <laughs> dogs. They're walking, they're, you know, babysitting kids and cats and watering plants all around the neighborhood. So uh, we homeschool have been for years, so it's a really, it's great, man. They just, they love, obviously, you know, Tennessee, it's just, that's a great place for families. So that's what we do. For you guys, right. what is the best, the most, the coolest thing about homeschooling? Well, I think it's because, uh, to be, I don't know, it's my opinion, but I, I think it's the biblical model that's best is when you have, you know, you Proverbs uh, 22, 6, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't turn from it. So I think it's simply the blessing of being a parent and giving your kids more than what you had or the knowledge of the word. I mean, we do a lot of Bible study. My wife has taken our girls through the whole Bible in a year. Yeah. And she's committed to it. And uh, so last night we were in Exodus chapter 20 and 21. And it was about the Ten Commandments. So I think the blessings are simply time together as a family. 
Uh, I think there is so much that we probably won't understand until years from now about how good it was for our girls to to be homeschooled. And I think it's the best way to go. Too cool. Well, I've told many, many people out of all the artists I've met, you are amongst the top, if not the top parent godly parent that I've been exposed to as far as artists goes with their kids just because I've had a chance to talk to you about your girls and and, and your kids and all that did the chi- did the kids book how successful was Savannah's pajamas how, how, how did that do well the the book is done and the song I've been playing for years you know what I can't figure out Ted is the time to record the song because <laughs> it's a and it absolutely has to go together so the book was finished about three months ago officially yeah and my my high my college roommate did all the work for it and honestly I still need a printer I don't need a publisher I have my own publishing but I need a printer and I just got to find about a week to finish the song because I'm actually going to play all the instruments myself oh, the sweet. upright bass the drums, the guitar, and sing it. Um, so this year is my commitment uh, because people are just chomping at the bit waiting for it. Savannah's pajamas. And I want to do like Savannah's pajamas, Savannah's, you know, five grandmas with her great grandmas included. <laughs> I'm like, there's a whole series going on here. I, in fact, I love kids' books so much. My brother came up with a good one called A Butterfly Fluttered By. Oh, there you yeah. go. That's pretty so impressive. I, yeah, hopefully soon. So with this past year, as crazy and as hectic as it was, and again, I'm not calling it a bad year because we all learned God did things through that. How do you think your family came out through that? What did you all learn most through this past year? You know, my wife has a saying that she's, my family, you know, just, it was great. Um, But she came to the Lord when she was 19. And she told me a long time ago, you know, you never regret time with your family. And she's right. So we had a lot of time this year. It's the first time in 20 years that I haven't been really like consistently on the road. 20 years, Ted, 20, two zero. And I just was thinking about it. You know, I started touring when I was 19 and I was home this year for stretches, stretches of time that I've never been since the girls have even been born. And so that was simply a blessing. You never get time with your family. We, we spent a lot of time together and, you know, I've always taken the girls out on dates and we do special things together. But this year we, we have a little uh, Saturday morning thing that we do now. Cause I'm normally, I'm gone on Saturday mornings, you know, but we go, we take a drive, we go, um, in our area, we go about 45 minutes south to this little uh, restaurant, and we have breakfast or lunch. We have some coffee and walk around town to Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah. And we go to the bookstore, and we just spend time together. We look at all the shops, and we have a great time. And we're, we can't wait to do it this Saturday. We're doing it tomorrow. So that was some of the new traditions that we started is just time together. And, uh, man, it's hard to emphasize how important that is to me and my family, uh, my wife. I always modeled that with my family, my mom and dad. So to me, that was the most important. It wasn't any. It wasn't anything particularly like earth-shattering. It was the simple things. You know, um, I'm trying to think of a scripture. Um, it's just the train up your child, you know. And yeah. the, family, the family time that we've had has been more than ever, and I will never trade it it's been the biggest blessing it's like a forced sabbatical we like to call it and i'm kind of i'm changing my thinking for the future of like okay you know what let's keep this there's no reason to go back to what i used to do i'm going to go when the lord asked me to go and i'm going to be faithful and i'm going to take my family with me if i can because they're older now we have three girls you know but uh the priorities have always been the same in our family we follow the five f's our faith in jesus our family uh friends food and fun and then somewhere down the line is our 
you know, career and jobs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we put that in order and it helps really dictate our time every day. You know, I was talking with uh, um, Tomlin the other day, who's now a new father of three, like you are. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, he and lives not down a couple miles away from me. I see him around town every now and again with his kids. Yeah, yeah. And I asked him, I said, Chris, now that you're a father of three and with your wife, that means you're outnumbered four to one. Please tell me you've got like a, a male dog or something like that. Ben, do you do you have a male dog or are you outnumbered? Man, I am four to one just like him, but I ain't got no male testosterone nowhere <laughs> except for me. I got to get a dog call him like, you know, Magnus, you know, McGruff, <laughs> some beastly manly name like, you know, Stud Mc, Studley McStufferson or something. Yeah, it's like kid book. That'd be a good kid's beastly. name. Anyway, do you find Love yourself it. thinking, you know what, if I had a boy... If I had a son, we'd be doing this or that. You know, um, we do have a son. He's just not with us. And I think about that a lot, actually. I was thinking about yeah. that last night, uh, just how different it would be. Um, you know, my dad had two sons and a girl, and I have three daughters and a, a son in heaven. And, you know, I yeah, I do think about it a lot. You know, so, you know, like for me, a big thing is playing catch. I love playing baseball. So I taught my girls how to play. All three of them have, all four of them will, once lives old. Even my wife has one. And they're all good throws, man. They've yeah. got good arms. So part of me gets to live that out a little bit, you know. And uh, girls love to talk, so that stretches me. Yeah. Uh, and boys love to walk and be active and dirty and get bloody. And and so, you know, I've, I've, uh, I just count my blessings. But, yeah, I think about it. I think some of the things I love about the artists that I get to develop, a lot of them are, are you know young and i have a few young men who i get to develop some of that comes out then where i'm yeah. like oh man i forgot about these muscles that i have because <laughs> men are just you know young men are just different you know yeah. oh yeah so uh i get a little bit of it every now and again in this in a discipleship mentor development you know yeah role model kind of thing but what would you say now on the other side of that coin being the dad being blessed to be the dad of three girls now being outnumbered what's something that you probably understand that a dad that doesn't have any daughters would? Good question. It is not unmanly to dress up as a princess and have tea. <laughs> how many times? How, how often does that happen? Uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your favorite Disney princess? Oh, man, it's got to be Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Didn't even have to That's think about that That's my favorite one. one. Yeah, it's because she likes to read. Is that right? She's a book. She loves Oh, books. yeah. Avid reader. I did three books this week, all on Tolkien. All of them. There you go. And, uh, yes, yeah, that, that big library in Beauty and the Beast and the castle, that's my dream house, man. <laughs> I would live in that library. So I can see it now. Hashtag Girl Dad Support Group. It's going to be Chris Tomlin and Ben Calhoun, a local coffee shop near you in Nashville. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> come get... on, come on, but only if you have daughters. That's yeah, right, yeah, only right. if you have daughters. <laughs> oh, man, my cheeks are hurting now. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the, the song, the new song that uh, we're just loving, and it's just uh, it's impacting so many people. Why? Why do you oh, think yeah. people rally around that song so much? You know, that song is probably the, uh, uh, dare I say, the most special song I've ever written. When I was recording the vocal for that song, I, I got to the end of the song, right? I'd sing all the way through. I didn't want to piece it. I'd just sing it all the way down. And I've just, I haven't cried since my grandpa died. Uh, 12 years ago and it just I, I bawled my eyes out i was just so broken from life and 
change and losing a son and moving and, you know, changing of so many just things and realizing like life is not only hard, but it can just be heartbreaking in some things and little things that you didn't even think about. And it just all came out on that song. I remember the engineer turned to David, our old drummer, and he said, is he okay? And David's like, just give him a minute. He'll be okay. <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, cause David knew, you know, he knew what I'd been going through. And, you know, that song came out of the season of after we lost our son, we wrote a song called when I'm with you and I will, that was all about that sweet songs of redemption and life, you know, in Jesus eternity where cancer and death are done, gone forever. You know, the Bible says to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And I hang yeah. on those words. I mean, yeah. when you're face to face with death, like I've been losing a child, man, you realize how, what a blessing actual breath in your lungs is in life, you know? So, um, our friend Carrie, who died of cancer a few years ago, really was the impetus for this song. My wife had been scared to have another child, even though she wanted to after losing our son. And so for a few years, she just didn't want to talk about it. Well, when we went to the uh, funeral for Carrie, she was so inspired that Carrie, obviously, because we'd watched her die for the last few years, living behind her four children and her husband. You know, they're a farming family out in California. We went to the funeral and she was joyful that cancer would be dead in her forever and she gets a new body with jesus and all the things that the bible says are true she believed it and she was so at peace and my wife's like i want to be like carrie and she called me and she said um i want to be like her i don't want to be afraid anymore i want to face my fears let's have another baby so we did and we named her live because she wow. did she lived and that's when i figured out this story see i'd been sending this song in its earliest forms to carrie on her deathbed that in a song called be still which is on the album uh, they weren't even done yet. This one wasn't. And it wasn't until after she died and my wife and I went through that whole process of facing our fears that I figured out that's what this song is about. It's life in Jesus. You know, hallelujah, love is one. Uh, God is with us. Thank you, Jesus, though the battle rages on. Hallelujah, love is one. And that's what we face as believers. The Bible is more true to us than it ever has been. It's prophetical word and it couldn't be any more clear these days. And yet I'm literally watching the battle rage on and I have peace in the, in the midst of all of it because I know how it ends. Yeah. That's what I have to look forward to. So that's where that, all that emotion came out at the end of that song when I was on the mic. And so we actually kept the take where you, you can, if you listen closely, you can kind of hear me just starting to break down at the end and it was real. And because it was all that years of just, I mean, what we do is hard. It's just hard. It's a hard road, literally. and it's just, it's difficult. And so we try to do whatever we can to continue to serve the Lord and be joyful in it. And those are the moments that I really look back to is you can't get there without some suffering and some heartache and hardship. And I think, and that's what I hope people understand is that Paul says that our trials in life produce perseverance and, and eventually it leads to hope and hope does not disappoint. And so I hang on those words. And uh, that's what this song is about is hallelujah. Though the battle rages on. Love wins, love is one. Only, no exceptions, no less, nothing more than what Jesus has done for us. And we are watching it unfold before our lives this year, especially. And it's getting exciting in a biblical proportioned way. And yeah. so these are the songs that I'm just fortunate that I get to be inspired by the Holy Spirit for. So I hope it encourages listeners in some of the same ways it has me. Because, man, I'm singing it because I need to hear it. Yeah. And I'm the guy saying it. <laughs> it's it's really awesome to see the different seasons of of people's lives that you love and you respect and you care for, like yours as an artist growing up and as as writing songs and all. That. And now, as you mentioned, you're mentoring other artists, not our genre, but a different genre. Here recently, there was an artist that just went from top of the cho food chain there to some bad things that he said and some bad decisions. Yep. Now at the bottom. 
how would you restore him? How would you, what would you say? What kind of hope? Because we all fail. We all mess up. We're just not in that big of a glass house as he was. I was actually thinking, that's a great question, Ted. I was thinking of that very thing. Like, I, I honest, I, I was saying, what would I do? You know what I would do is I would, I would just like be his friend. Yeah. You know, and I would, I would listen and I would, until the Holy Spirit gave me an opportunity to point him to Jesus. And, and maybe he does already, but this might be the, the thing in his life that he needed. I, I would love him to Jesus. And it might be the thing of where like, I would have to, the Holy Spirit would have to lead me in that role. It's like, am I the guy that's going to maybe challenge him? Or am I just the guy that's just going to help him lick his wounds? You know, yeah. like whatever it would be, I would be willing to do that. And you have to be sensitive to the spirit. And you have to know God's word to know how to do that so that you're ready whenever that moment comes. Otherwise, you know, I, I've always seen how the Holy Spirit books me into places like that, just because I was willing to be prepared with God's word or just, I don't want to like, I ain't going to shoot you. You know, my dad would always say, he's like, man, the church is a hospital for the wounded, but it's also the only one that shoots its own wounded. And I wouldn't, I would not do that. I, he doesn't need any more condemnation. He's got plenty of that. Yeah. Yeah. What I would do is say, all right, man, can I help you rebuild? What can I do? And it would be simple things like, can I go get you a cup of coffee? And man, let's go for whatever. Let's go do life. And as we do, the Holy Spirit provides opportunities to restore. And the great thing about it is it's not, it's not like me coming to whoever. It's like us together. I can share some truth from, from life or God's word. And it's the Holy Spirit's job to redeem, to restore, to lead to repentance, right? Yeah. Um, the Bible says his kindness leads us to repentance. So I would just be kind to him and allow the Holy Spirit to move. We're talking with Ben Calhoun from Citizen Way. How would you fill in this blank? If I have to do blank at home one more time, I'm going to scream. <laughs> it's the last half hour before Liv goes to bed. Oh. It's my wife and I are like, we're done. <laughs> and she's like, woo And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I flip on McGee and me usually, and we watch McGee and me. And she's literally crawling on my head, you know, like I'm a mountainer and, you know, play jungle gym. And that, I don't, I don't actually want to get rid of it because it's those moments I remember, but it's when I'm tired at the last half hour of the day before she goes to bed and I'm like, there's the kid. That's right. That's right. My last question, Ben, how can we minister to the Ben Calhoun and his family, the Citizen Way family, and what can we pray for you about? You know, um, recently my prayer life, uh, weird to say prayer life, when I, when I pray, it's in the morning times immediately when I wake up and oftentimes I'll literally be face on the ground. And lately I don't really know what to do other than just kind of say, all right, I'm just going to humble myself before you Lord and literally get on my knees or on my face. I don't even have anything to say. I need direction and motivation again. I know where I should go. I know where people want me to go, but when you spend 20 years on the road, it really wears you out. And I would love to have new motivation and new life spring up from the death of some old things. And my family's with me. They're just all kind of waiting for me to have that. And so I would ask that you pray for that. Just new life, new motivation. Um, I have always, ever since I saw John Schlitt from Petra sing when I was eight years old and Jeff Moore in the distance and Carmen, I was like, that's what I want to do. Uh, but there's enough beatdowns in the industry to really keep you there. But I'm not in the, I didn't marry the industry. I married my wife and I've served the Lord Jesus. And so I would love for listeners to pray for me that, that I would have new life and new motivation to keep going and to, to be joyful, you know, in the, on the road or on the studio or whatever. That's what I need. 
All right. Well, let's pray. God, I just thank you so much for Ben. I thank you, Lord, for how you've used him, how you continue to use him each and every day, even now. And God, I know that uh, you have the perfect plan. He's He's been walking that. You've been leading him. And God, I just pray that you would make the next step, just the very next step, so clear to him. And that, Lord, you would reveal to him where he needs to go as you want him to know and as you want to let him see. God, be with his family, be with his wife and kids, and just thank you so much for their support and their faithfulness to him. And Lord, I thank you for the way that you're using him and the way you're blessing him. And Lord, we're just excited about what you're going to do in the life of Ben Calhoun and of the artist known as Citizen Way and the band. Thank you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.